0: we are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence.
1: To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The
0: potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists attitudes, prejudices
1: Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, as always, at rdgable at yahoo.com, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret Teachings, and find us on Twitter at tst underscore underscore radio. Our website, thesecretteachings.info, www.thesecretteachings.info, will have links to all of my books, our affiliate sponsor, Pro and Water Filters, our Patreon page, and our full show archive. If you'd like to go back and listen to some of our other shows, you can do so on the website, and there are also links there to the podcast and radio players that are very popular, where you can also find The Secret Teachings, or just simply type in the name of the show, on one of those players, and it should pull the show right up. If you listen on one of those players, please leave us a review. Let us and other people know what you think of the show. And if you get annoyed by those monetized advertisements, I don't put them in there. That's just part of how the service works. You can always subscribe to our ad-free archive on the website, which gets you access to the show archive, the montages, my digital books, which is worth the price in and of itself, I think, and you'll get access to the show early in the day before it airs, when it's pre-recorded, and you'll get a private RSS feed. www.thesecretteachings.info If you missed last night's show, we took a deep dive into La or Lilith, the night demon or the night temptress of the old ancient world, specifically the ancient Jewish world. And we looked at how Lilith this night demon, Temptress, goddess, as some refer to her as, was expressed in the elements and the qualities and the events and the cycles of nature. This is where a lot of gods and goddesses ultimately are rooted. They're rooted in the cycles of nature. Gods of lightning, gods of thunder, gods that throw lightning, gods that, like Thor or Zeus, gods of Wine and transformation like Bacchus or Dionysus. Goddesses of the sun like Ame Terasu in Japan. Gods and goddesses and also stories of like folk creatures, folklore, things like that. You know, your Baba Yagas, your Tenomomo Nomais. You know, the stories that our ancestors have told for thousands of years create a vessel of energy a vehicle of energy that over time creates an energetic force, an agregor, some kind of Gollum-like creation that brings these gods and brings these goddesses and brings these creatures to life. So when people are finding themselves today in the modern age, in 2022, fascinated with Egyptian gods and goddesses, Those are real gods. Those are real goddesses. They might not physically walk among you, but energetically they exist because of the energy that has been put into them as symbols representing, for example, Isis represents water and oceans and the moon. And Osiris represents, her husband Osiris represents agriculture. That's why he's seen as and known as the green god, like the Celtic god. These gods, these goddesses, they they come to life. These gods and these goddesses are are real. Now, if you think about about a year ago, we did a show where we talked about George Floyd. Remember George Floyd, the guy who died of a fentanyl overdose? According to the autopsy report, his heart stopped, he died of a fentanyl overdose, and he had COVID-19 officially. Well, his... uh. His death date, his death remembrance is coming up here in a few days, May 25th, and uh, that's about a week from now. It's next, uh, was that, next Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday the 18th. And remember when George Floyd died, the media took a guy, they took a person, it doesn't necessarily matter what his life was like before he died but they took a person who didn't have a decent or a civil background. They took a guy who was basically a pornographer. He was in porn. He was, you know, not that that should necessarily define somebody, but he was in pornography. He was a counterfeiter. He was, um, he had attacked a pregnant lady. He, a breaking and entering, just not a very savory individual, but they took somebody like that. The media did, and they turned him into a saint. They turned him into a god. As a matter of fact, you know, any city I've been to in the last year, year and a half, uh, have had George Floyd murals painted and making him. There's even one I saw here in Tucson where he's got a crown on, and he's you know, rays of light coming from the crown. He looks like he looks like a prince. You know, a god. I mean, I know that there is this popular culture thing: a uh, black people wear T shirts that say "Black King" or "Black Queen." Uh, king, Queen, Prince doesn't necessarily matter. It's just they took somebody unknown with an unsavory background and they turned them into a saint. Now, it took me a little bit of a time; to- a little bit of time to realize this because he died in twenty twenty, and then we had the riots a lot of cities rochester for example new york was told to stand down tucson arizona they were told to stand down by the by the city and then last year we started to see we started to see things last year that indicated that what george floyd's death and funeral really were was an old egyptian ritual and i know that that sounds outrageous but do me a favor and go to the internet and type in george floyd casket And it'll pop up, you'll see his casket was a golden casket, a literal, I don't think it was solid gold from inside to outside, but a golden laid casket. And he was a black god. Now playing on the themes of gods and goddesses and mythology, Osiris was the green god, but he was also known as the black god for two reasons. One, because each god has a white and black side. Isis has a white and black side as well. The positive and negative, the yin-yang, the yad-yum. Or his other personification was black because as a god of agriculture, black soil was considered fertile soil and he was a god of crops and agriculture, the green man. So in the story of Osiris, what happens is they take His body, Set or Seth, that's Typhon, the Egyptian devil, takes Osiris' body, who is a god, who is his brother, and knowing that he cannot kill Osiris, he places Osiris into a golden coffin. A black god put into a golden coffin and worshipped, but he took the golden coffin and threw it into the Nile River. The story goes later the river brought the coffin or the casket which is also a prototype of the story of Moses and the basket and uh, ancient esoteric Indian tradition where they would put a baby in a basket and then float it downstream as part of a ritual to find the new Indian mystics. So what would happen is they would put Osiris in the casket on the river and then a tree would actually stop the casket downriver, grow around the tree, the tree would grow around the casket, and then uh, the tree was cut down and turned into a pillar. So you have the story once again of gods and goddesses in pillars or in trees. Lilith was a goddess of trees. She also manifested as snakes. So some believe that Lilith was actually the tempter in the Garden of Eden. And then Osiris, he was in the pillar. He was in the tree. It was cut down. He was later resurrected. And then Set or Seth or Typhon cut his body into 14 pieces out of anger, spread them over the earth. And then Isis goes to search for them, and she can only find 13 pieces. So she fashions the 14th piece out of beeswax or gold. And the 14th piece is literally his penis, and his penis was never found because it was actually eaten by a fish in the river. So this is why the number 14, which are the number of segments of the Kennedy Obelisk Memorial in Daly Plaza, Texas, and the fish are important esoteric occult symbols. You saw John Podesta with the 14 and the fish. And last night, if you heard us on Ground Zero, Clyde Lewis and I, somebody actually emailed the show during one of the breaks and said that there was some relationship between the 14 and the fish in regards to the the shooting in Buffalo that happened over the weekend after Friday the 13th and before the scarlet moon or the moon of Lilith or La So, The death of George Floyd two years ago, and and then the riots, and of course, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And then we, really soon after that, we start wearing masks in mass. And one of the major complaints is that, well, people can't really breathe in the masks. It all feels like a very large, dark ritual that we're all participating in, and a lot of us aren't aware I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Then we put on masks, we also can't breathe. So two years later, looking back and we're approaching the anniversary in seven days of his death, it's interesting because George Floyd was a black god put into a golden coffin and honored and worshipped. That is literally the story of Osiris. It's like everything that receives considerable attention in media has some Direct connection to ancient thought forms, ancient aggregors, ancient energy centers, ancient energy centers expressed as gods and goddesses, ancient myths, etc. It's not just George Floyd. That's just one example. Again, it's also the shootings this weekend, the 13 uh, in St. Louis, the 13 different uh, people that were shot and a series of different shootings. That was one of three shootings, one in Orange County and then one in Buffalo. Three shootings over three days, Friday the 13th. Thirteen people shot in two of the cases, three miles from downtown. The supermarket was in Buffalo. Three people killed in the parking lot. Three people injured inside. It's this triplicity and this 13-icity. Thirteen is regeneration and rebirth. Regeneration, rebirth of, well, the corn god, the maize god in Mesoamerica. Regeneration, rebirth of Osiris. The green God, the God of agriculture who is killed in the fall and resurrected in the spring. So whether it's the death of George Floyd and subsequent memorial funeral or it's the shootings in Buffalo, St. Louis and Orange County, California. Prior to that, Friday the 13th, then the threes and thirteens and then of course criminologists are saying 13% of these attacks are racially motivated that's the precise percentage they gave exactly 13% and then sunday's the blood moon and the number 13 is resurrection and rebirth and we're talking about once again osiris being in the news i mean it's just like remember a couple of years ago there was that so-called um, you know they call it a, they call all these things mass shootings uh some of them are not necessarily mass shootings but people obviously die. But remember the uh, the shooting in Las Vegas a couple of years ago? What was the name of that festival? The name of that festival was the Harvest Festival, the Harvest Music Festival back in 2017. The Harvest Music Festival. Well, Harvest. And it took place in October. Well, October is the month of Harvest. You start to look at these other shootings and you recognize that something's off. Uh, the, 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 this is sophisticated propaganda. And by propaganda, I don't mean a word or an event that's made up or staged. Or I mean, last night when I was on Ground Zero, we were talking about black page propaganda. And we were talking about Michael Aquino. And how Michael Aquino, who was who's in the military... The military, uh, at, at one point when he was in Vietnam, they had him as a consultant on uh, mind warfare techniques. Uh, he later wrote a book-slash-manual on these types of things. He was involved with the church of Anton LaVey, the Church of Satan, and they're called the Church of Hell, whatever you want to call it. And for, for a lot of people, they, they, you know a lot, a lot of people don't know that Anton LaVey believed that Satan was a concept. He was an idea and that the, the, the symbols that the church used were memento mori. They were reminders that death was around the corner. So basically, the Church of Satan was very similar. doesn't mean that they're evil, but they were very similar to the Freemasonic order, because the Freemasonic order uses the skeleton as a reminder, momenta mori, that death is around the corner, and that we should always do good because we could die at any time. We should be virtuous. It's a positive thing, even though skeletons obviously you know tend to scare people. So... Levee believed that Satan was this, this, this real thing, but only as a concept, as an idea. Michael Aquino believed that Satan was a, a real thing. And um, he later broke with the church and created the Temple of Set. And his wife took the name Lilith. So she drew the name Lilith into her body. I mean, whether it's Michael Aquino in the military or it's the death of George Floyd, or it's the shooting in Buffalo, or the shooting in Las Vegas four years ago in 2017. We're looking at the same imagery. We're looking at a black man with an unsavory past who was turned into a god, a black god put in a golden coffin. We're looking at people like Michael Aquino and the military and psych warfare and his wife takes on the name Lilith, and the belief that Satan was a real thing that could essentially be invoked, and he created the Temple of Set. Set, Seth, or Typhon, is the god, the brother of Osiris, who put him in the coffin, cut him into 14 pieces, and that's where we get the 14 and the fish, which is supposedly also part of the Buffalo shooting story. I I was not able to verify that, though. However, I could verify that in the case of the washington naval yard shooting and off the top of my head i think that was i think that was 2019 the washington naval yard shooting where the guy he uses a shotgun uh, i believe it was a shotgun and a pistol and uh, he he literally carved into the gun and i just looked this up it's 2013 i should have known i should have known 2013 i was I was just getting out of high school in 2009. Uh, 2013, Washington Naval Yard shooting. Um, And and of course, 12 people were were shot and three others were injured. So you have the same types of numbers again. Uh, Technically, 13 died because the guy that opened fire also died, Aaron Alexis. So 13 people again and three people injured. 13 people dead, three people injured in in the Naval Yard shooting in 2013. And he actually carved into his gun... This is my elf weapon elF elF extremely low frequency extremely low frequency. In essence, hearing thoughts, he was reportedly hearing thoughts, and there are police reports to that effect. Um, several shooters have have heard sounds in their their head, thoughts and their mind that have been planted there. there was um. There was even a police report uh, of, of the guy being he said he was being followed by three people who were beaming thoughts into his head. I've got the police report. It's on a folder here somewhere in one of my old boxes and how how they were the people were following him and beaming signals into his head. And he was moving from hotel to hotel and he was just laying there in bed and people were talking to him in his head. I mean, you could say, well, he's crazy, right? It's just like the son of Sam. It's just like David Berkowitz. Same thing. His dog was talking to him. His dog was telling him to murder people. He was hearing thoughts, hearing things in his head. And, you know, that that is a, a real technology that is so... It's been so perfected by the military and by black programs, I'm assuming, that it's it's made its way into... It's made its way into entertainment and pop culture. I mean, there have been advertisements in Hollywood where if you stand physically in a certain spot under the billboard... It plays sounds and 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 it plays the advertisement in your head. There are companies in Europe that, when you put your head on a window in a train, for example, it broadcasts through your skull. It's like voice to skull technology. It broadcasts a, a sound or an advertisement through your skull through the vibration. And then there was, of course, a, a device that came out for consumer, for commercial uh, sell, for public uh, purchase. Um, that companies, commercial companies were making, and it's a device that uh, it's able to broadcast a sound within a little sound bubble. So you only hear it, whether you're playing video games or you're listening to music, you only hear it if you're sitting within that bubble. Once you walk out of the bubble, the sound disappears totally. So there are really technologies that can do this. Obviously, some of these people could be on drugs. They could be hallucinating, and they're hearing things. I mean... Either way the point is when you look at the buffalo shooter and uh, you know I know this topic might be stale for some of you after two nights and we're going to move past it this evening but if you look at the buffalo shooter what did he do he did just what the the Christchurch shooter did he streamed his shooting on Twitch on social media and this is this is very disturbing vice news and the charlotte observer and a number of others published articles on Monday and Tuesday this week about an army PSYOP recruit advertisement called Ghosts in the Machine. And we're going to play that coming back from break here in a few minutes. It was released on May 2nd, so right after May Day, right after Beltane, right after Walt and It's a collection of images and sounds that are intended to invoke a very strong emotional response. The song, the images, and the message creates a creeping sense of dread in the viewer. And it says on the screen, we are everywhere. And it asks the viewer to ask the question, or it implies to ask the question, to think about the question, have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? And the U.S. Army and other branches of the military, since they're having trouble recruiting new members, it's leading them to try new methods of reaching young people, including... Streaming through Twitch. And we know that the FBI was tracking the Buffalo shooter, just like they were tracking virtually all of the Islamic terrorists during the Obama administration, just like they were tracking, well, virtually all of the so-called mass shooters. Whether, they, I mean, for Boston, the Boston bombing, Boston Marathon bombing, to the Buffalo shooting, it's all, it's all the same. In fact, the 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 Las Vegas Harvest Festival shooting. It's all... The same. And remember that guy at the Harvest Festival? He had, if you looked at some of the pictures, he had a tattoo on his neck of the number 13. If you don't believe me, look that up. He literally had a tattoo of the number 13 on his neck. So we're seeing ritual, we're seeing ceremony, we're seeing pageantry we're seeing black propaganda. We're seeing psych operations that are tied in with the church of Satan, the temple of Set, with Satanism in general. We're seeing these numbers being used because they're powerful. They speak to the subconscious and the unconscious like that of the dark side of the moon of Lilith. And now we have psychedelic shamans heading to Davos in a few days for a medical psychedelic house of Davos where world leaders are going to get together and unelected officials and experiment with these new kinds of drugs. I'm going to tell you more about that after the break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. The cult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and
0: Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with the secret
1: teachings in the metaverse.
0: hello folks this is jordan maxwell my website is jordanmaxwellshow.com and you're listening to
1: the secret teachings with your host ryan gable do you have everything you need to explore the secret teachings i've got my secret socks on and my secret tv and
0: my secret tv channel
1: looks like spongebob's ready are you Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke
0: from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. We're thinking about a handful of other mass shooters, including the Washington Naval Yard shooter, Aaron Alexis, who carved into the butt of his gun, this is my elf weapon. Aaron Alexis, of course, opened fire at a Washington Naval Yard in 2013 including shooting himself, as the story goes, 13 people were killed. Three other people were injured in 2013. And he had carved that elf weapon into his gun. That was according to CNN. That's verifiable. This is my elf weapon. Extremely low-frequency waves, we could assume. The shooting in Vegas in 2017, four years after the Naval Yard shooting, Involved a man named Stephen Paddock who had, based on photographic evidence, a 13 tattooed on his neck. Stephen Paddock was 64 years old. Six and four gives you 10. And the shooting took place at the Route 91. Nine and one give you 10. That's how many people died in Buffalo. for Whatever that's worth. And it was at the Harvest Festival. The Harvest Festival. And then in 2020, George Floyd, according to the autopsy report, was killed by fentanyl. And George Floyd, who said, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Right around the time where George Floyd couldn't breathe is when the CDC started demanding that everybody wears masks so that the general public also couldn't breathe. And you had people holding up signs protesting for George Floyd with masks over their faces with signs that said, I can't breathe. We found that George Floyd had a very unsavory background. That doesn't mean he deserved to be killed, but he was an unsavory character who was turned into a god by the media, a black god. He was given sainthood, and then he was put into a golden coffin. This is the story of the black god Osiris placed into a golden coffin and then placed on the Nile River, which is the River of Souls. So what we're looking at is ancient mythology and ancient ritualism being utilized today for psych warfare purposes. Look at the Friday the 13th, the three shootings over three days, 13% motivated by hate crime, according to criminologists. We've looked at this two nights in a row. Just a brief recap. Three miles from downtown Buffalo is the supermarket. Three people shot and killed outside. Three people injured inside. Ten other people dead. Same numbers over and over and over again. And then Sunday is the Scarlet Moon, accompanied by another shooting, a third shooting over those three days. And the Scarlet Moon, of course, is the Red Woman, the Red Moon. The Red Woman, the Red Moon, is the goddess or the temptress or the spirit of night. Goddess or the temptress, the spirit of eclipses, as well as equinoxes and solstices. And... Her sign is Scorpio, and the blood moon was in Scorpio. So natural events that are turned into ceremonial rituals through media, through mass media, and through political objectives, using the events to advance political agendas. It all seems to be rooted in psychological warfare, mind warfare, it all seems to be rooted in Bernays' propaganda. You open up that book, Propaganda. I've got a copy of it myself. The first chapter is called Organizing Chaos. And although there is an old hermetic axiom of as above, so below, organizing the heavens, organizing that which is below like that which is above, and that which is above and that which is below, mimic each other and parallel each other. There's also the saying, there's also the axiom, order out of chaos. Now that's a a positive thing. Order does come out of chaos, but some choose to create chaos in order to invoke the types of orders that they want, new orders, new normals. Organizing chaos starts like this. This is the first paragraph of Bernays' book. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. And perhaps one of the most famous quotes from the book, we are governed, our minds molded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggested, largely by men we have never heard of look at the mass media, look at politics, look at entertainment. There is no doubt that our minds are molded through these outlets, that our ideas are certainly suggested to us, that our tastes are formed through marketing and advertising. And all of this is done by men and women who we've never heard of maybe a few we've heard of but we've never heard of them we don't know who they, who they are there's a there's a deeply rooted basis a deeply rooted storehouse of energy in the collective conscious and the collective unconscious and that deeply rooted storehouse of energy i believe comprises the various gods and goddesses that have been with us since the beginning of of human civilization. And those gods and those goddesses, today, when they are invoked in the case of George Floyd's death, the Scarlet Moon, they manifest. They are being called upon by other material forces for power, for energy, for influence, etc. Whether you're drawing down the moon or you're drawing down the influence of, of Zeus or you're drawing down the influence of uh, perhaps uh, you know Mars, for example, God of War. Uh, the, the priestly class, and the priestly classes of the world, just like in the old days, are invoking the gods, obtaining the divine right to rule, and using their bodies as vessels to inhabit the intelligences and the consciousnesses of these these energy centers. And that's why people take various forms of hallucinogenic drugs. In fact, there's a meeting going on at Davos with the World Economic Forum in a few days. And this meeting is going to have something called the Medical Psychedelic House of Davos. The World Economic Forum which is a gathering of the global elite, mostly unelected people that have lots of money or you know, a very uh, Nazified background, if you will. Davos is going to have, as they sometimes feature five uh, Fortune 500 companies, they're going to have shamans and other companies that are going to attend the event so that they can look into the benefits of things like LSD, MDMA, psilocybin, ayahuasca, DMT etc cetera, etc cetera. This is the priestly class making themselves known to you they're in charge they're communicating with god they're communicating with spirits they're communicating with powerful forces that give them the right and the authority to rule to create new orders to reset the world This is literally what the World Economic Forum at Davos is going to be doing in a few days. They're having ayahuasca, DMT, psilocybin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, sessions available for people that want to participate in this type of thing. Now, Bloomberg, the article, says forget Burning Man, psychedelic shaman's now heading to Davos. And it says that there won't be there won't be any drugs that are really available. Sure there won't. What they're doing is they're having basically a festival where they're going to have access to these types of substances where, to me, maybe not to you, it sounds like the modern priest class is not only openly, publicly declaring that they are the rulers of the world and that they are going to reset the planet to their liking, but they are opening themselves up to outside influences to work through them to bring this about. They're looking for any and all forms of power to give them that authority to do what it is that they wish to do. If there's any human element involved in these people anyway and they're not already totally controlled through these types of substances and through things in other other worlds, other dimensions, other wavelengths of, of existence. I'm not saying that these types of things are harmful. Ayahuasca, psilocybin, I mean, done responsibly, they can really open people's minds. They can really allow people to see the the underlying current, uh, you know, vibrations like an Alex Gray picture, a painting. They okay. can really open the mind. But if you take these substances with intention, let's say intention to, to learn, then you'll probably have an open experience. If you take the substances in fear, then you'll probably have a negative experience. And if you take the substances intending to contact other worldly beings, which in the shamanistic tradition are typically reptilian, insectoid, half-human, half-animal, therianthropic beings, and little tiny green-gray men along with elves or machine elves, as they call them in the DMT trials of Strassman, then you're probably going to get what you're looking for. You're probably going to get authority and influence and assistance from these other worldly beings. The Vatican is also not; they're not a stranger to this type of thing either. In fact, uh, I went to a talk uh, with my friend Leo Zagami. Uh, we did; he did a talk, a private talk after a conference a few years back. And he gave a a fantastic presentation on his book, Invisible Masters. And he showed that there was a, um, it was kind of like a, kind of like a crypt almost. But there was a crypt that was used by the church to basically, well, summon and invoke otherworldly things. I I mean, whether it's the Vatican or it's Davos or more famously Adolf Hitler, but obviously Stalin and, and others dabbled in these types of things. In the supernatural and the paranormal, I mean, the the Germans had you know their MK Ultra experiments, sure, but they also had the Vril Society, and they had groups that were trying to contact uh, beings from other worlds in order to obtain technology, like the movie Contact. And the the, the Soviets had similar programs. They, I mean, the Soviets, the the Germans, the Americans all experimented with with psychic abilities, uh, whether that's remote viewing which is partly what Stranger Things, the TV show, is based on, along with MKUltra and uh, the Montauk Project. It's, you know, whether that's some of that is real, some of that's more so myth. I mean, all these countries experimented with these types of things, whether it's, you know, psychic abilities, telekinesis, telepathy. Telekinesis, moving the objects, telepathy, the mind, the thoughts, transferring things, talking into people's minds. And uh, you know th- th- this is not um, an abnormal thing for governments for you know for for agencies uh, that are part of the government for big corporations to, to investigate because they're just looking for power they're looking for um, any and all potentialities that give them this type of, of, of authority, this type of power. And I mean I feel that the atomic bomb, the Trinity bomb, there's the number three again the Trinity bomb, was uh, very much like an alchemical experiment, an alchemical ritual uh, intended to either alert to our existence beings elsewhere with the explosion, or to rip open a portal uh, to rip open some dimensional gateway. And um, th- I mean, this is something that a lot of people have been concerned concerned about with CERN as well. They're building bigger and and, and more powerful Cerns. And uh, I mean, what do they call the particle that they supposedly discovered in like 2012, the God particle? And some people think when that was discovered, time basically reset, we entered a parallel dimension. How do we know that? I don't know. It just makes good, it makes good, you know, conversation on late night radio. But in 2012, which the world was supposed to end, they find the God particle, right? Now, they think there's even smaller particles, but they find the God particle. That's the God particle that supposedly makes up our universe and keeps things together. But then in the psychedelic world, there's also the God molecule, which is DMT. Now, your body's produce DMT naturally, but some people produce a little bit more than others. And that's that's been proposed as a theory by Graham Hancock and others that this is the reason people who don't take these types of substances, they have... Very lucid dreams, and often are, it's about 2% of the population, often are the victims of what we would call alien abductions. Because alien abductions, about 2% of the population experience things like that, are almost identical to shamanistic experiences. Being poked and prodded, being experimented on, sometimes having children with the aliens seeing the cosmos seeing the, the 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 breakdown of reality getting special information and then coming back in, into your body and you know a lot of people that have been abducted by aliens they always come back with the same message clean up the planet take care of the planet etc 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 which also you know ties into the idea of of atomic bombs and and, and nuclear uh nuclear energy because the aliens always you know in the <laughs> In the in the in the traditional ufology mythology, if you will, uh, they don't like nuclear weapons, and there's a physical history of those objects shutting down nuclear missiles, su- you know, facilities. So, you know, putting all this together and looking at all this, and looking at uh, the psychedelic uh, things they're going to be doing at Davos, and and thinking about, you know, the the bringing the ancient gods like, again, George Floyd, the black god, put in a golden coffin and looking at the scarlet moon and looking at the threes and the thirteens and all the shootings, the Aaron Alexis, this is my elf weapon, and 13 people dead and three people injured. And then the same thing, Stephen Paddock in Vegas at the Harvest Festival in October. Harvest Festival. Uh, we have the, the green god once again. And the Harvest Festival, and he killed um, uh, a, a bunch of people. And he had a 13 tattooed on his on his neck you can see in the in the pictures and you know when you look at you look at the the, the various uh, gods and goddesses and energies that are invoked with these kinds of events and it goes back to Edward Bernays and propaganda and it's you know you are being governed your mind is being molded your tastes are formed your ideas are suggested by men largely by men you've you've never heard of and it's for divisive reasons i mean when you Think about this, and we're going to look at this Army psych uh, psych or psyop recruitment video in a moment. When you think about what the Buffalo shooting is really all about, divisiveness, they said this guy traveled three and a half hours from Conklin, New York to Buffalo because there were more black people statistically in Buffalo, and that was the closest place where he could go kill black folks, although he killed two white people as well or he injured, He might. Have, I think he killed two, blo- two white people, he could have injured one of them as well. Uh, there were three people injured, ten people dead. But that's not even true. The media said that immediately. It was race-based. They had no proof, no evidence. They literally judged and determined a, a conclusion before there was any information on it. Why? Well, because that's the narrative the media wanted to push. When a, a black man with dreadlocks literally runs his car through a group of white people, nobody panics, right? It's like the Joker said, nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. Daryl Brooks ran over and killed six people and injured seventy seven other people, I believe it was, in a in a hate filled a hate filled act, but nobody cares because it's all part of the plan. But one crazy white guy drives from Conklin, New York to Buffalo and everybody loses their minds creates chaos, right? And the strange thing is Buffalo is not the closest place with the higher percentage of black folks. That's Rochester, New York. It's about 40 to 50 miles closer to where this shooter was from, and it's also an hour shorter of a drive. And it's also, well, it's a fact that Rochester has a a a 38, 39 to 41% uh, population of black folks compared to about 34 in Buffalo, 34 to 35. So there's more people. So why did the, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if that's an irrelevant fact to you. That should be a very relevant fact. Why was the media focused on Buffalo and saying, well, that's the reason he drove there when Rochester is closer and has a higher percentage of black folks? Why is it that the media has constantly put this in white people and black people and all other groups, put this in their heads? If you're Asian, you're likely to be attacked by white people. When the reality is, if you're Asian, you're more likely to be attacked by a black person. But if you're Asian, it's highly unlikely you're the victim of any crime, according to the FBI and the Department of Justice. You are the least likely of any group to be involved in a crime as a victim. And if you look at the Department of Justice and FBI statistics, the idea that black people need to be worried of white people is absolutely unfounded. It's about creating division. It's part of the PSYOP to 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 provoke civil unrest civil conflict chaos and the joker remember the joker said i'm an agent of chaos because if you look at the statistics 94% of black people that are killed are killed by other black people 84% of white people are killed by other white people it's intra racial violence and if you're Asian, you don't really have much of anything to worry about. The biggest threat to the black community is the black community. The biggest threat to the black community is abortion. 40% of abortions, roughly, black women that are pregnant at any given time make up less than 7% of the entire population, Account accounting for almost half of all abortions. Heart disease, diabetes, diet and lifestyle. It's diet, lifestyle, abortion, and intraracial violence that are, that's responsible for the decimation of black communities. In the same way, all well, those are pretty much the same things responsible for the decimation of white communities. And I say that because it's, it's not a racial issue or a political issue. It's an issue of, of fact. It's an issue of perception. Because they're getting you to perceive reality in a way that is contrary to the fact. That is contrary to what is actually happening. Think about Ukraine. I said this last night on Ground Zero. Think about Ukraine. The people that are waving Ukrainian flags and wanting to give Ukraine billions of dollars and just absolutely falling over themselves to stroke each other off because they love Zelensky so much for some reason that they can't even identify it. They just, they love Zelensky. He's a great guy. For some reason, these are the same people. They hate nationalism and America. They don't like making America great. They don't want America to be great. They say it was never great to begin with. They don't, therefore, like American flags. They say they're racist. And they don't like borders. And they want the border to be wide open and people to flood into the country. Yet, those are the same people waving the flag of a foreign country, supporting the nationalism of that foreign country with money and by waving the flag, and doing it all because of a border dispute. The cognitive dissonance doesn't begin to describe the level of psychological manipulation and programming in individuals who actually think that. That's the PSYOP. And those people that are upset about a border dispute in Slavic countries don't care about their own border and don't like families and children, but they want baby formula to be shipped to the southern border so that illegal immigrants can get access to the food that American mothers can't get access to. Mexican, white, black, doesn't matter. And then they say that's the Great Replacement Theory, that's racist, that's misogynistic, that's Nazism, which is supposedly what the Buffalo Shooter was, was a believer in the Great Replacement Theory. But it's certainly a real thing because you, you literally have the encouragement of people from other countries to come into the country to vote blue no matter who, to keep Democrats in particular in office, and we're giving our money and we're giving our resources and we're giving our food and baby formula to the southern border and on top of that, shipping it to Ukraine. So the level of cognitive dissonance shows you how well the psych warfare program is working. And you wonder maybe, why is there such a a dark component to it? With the ritualism and the ceremonialism of it? Well, because one of the guys that kind of founded this stuff was Michael Aquino. He was a Satanist. In the true sense of the word, he, he, he believed in Satan, and he founded the Temple of Set. His wife's name was Lilith. He was a founder of a, a lot of the, 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 the military psychological uh, uh, warfare techniques. He was an author of that stuff. By the way, Aquino actually contacted me. No joke. No joke. Aquino actually contacted me and said that he liked what I talked about and wanted to come onto this show and talk to me about it. I was never able to set up the show. He ended up having uh, to go to the hospital and I, I never reached back out to him. I was a little bit off. I was. It was like, oh, why would Michael Aquino contact me to come onto the show to talk about, me, talk about something with me because he enjoys what I talk about? I, very strange. Maybe he does that to a lot of shows. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the psych warfare. I don't know. But what we do know is the Army has released a PSYOP recruitment ad, and they're saying they want to stream some of this stuff on Twitch, which is where the Buffalo Shooter and the Christchurch Shooter stream their massacres. Here is some of that video. We're going to play some now, take a break, come back, and we'll get into this in more detail and talk about the Davos psychedelic conference they're having in a few days as well. This is the Army's PSYOP recruitment ad. It says, if your opponent is... Choleric temper, seek to irritate him, pretend to be weak, that he may grow arrogant. Sun Tzu.
0: As the world watches,
1: it says, Have you ever wondered?
0: The peaceful pro democracy demonstration in China comes to a violent and bloody end. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
1: It says, Who's pulling the strings? Shows you a chessboard, the grand chessboard. Wolves
2: hiding nearby, whispering.
1: Born from the ashes. The ghosts, the phoenix, of a world at war. You'll find us in the shadows, it says. At the tip of the spear, a threat rises in the east, warfare is evolving, and all the world's a stage, just like Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage. Zelensky is an actual actor, by the way, in Ukraine. PSYOP recruitment ad. A birding man festival at Davos invoking gods, invoking goddesses, invoking energies. There's a lot going on, and we're going to break all of this down in more detail after the break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter. Thesecretteachings.info. Stay with us more after this.
0: You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David John Eich from reversespeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: and listens in horror, the peaceful pro-democracy demonstration in China comes to a violent and bloody end. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
2: Wolves hiding nearby Whispering, do or die around me
0: You said War is another very important phase of warfare. It has as its target, not the body, but the mind of the enemy. The target of psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. It is words and ideas. The ammunition used by Cyborg. Its mission is to influence the thoughts of the enemy soldiers and at the same time is expected and encouraged to study foreign languages and the social sciences such as history, economics, and sociology. He must have a broad and sympathetic understanding of all phases of human experience.
2: Gripping at my skin The walls of night closing
0: The use of this force as an integral part of combat has now taken on new forms.
1: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. All the world is a stage. What are we? Psy War. Ghosts in the machine. The Army's new PSYOP recruitment advertisement. Kind of looks like a video game. Feels and sounds like a movie trailer. The military is having a hard time meeting their recruitment goals, and so they're going to try some new methods to recruit. At least that's the official story. That could also be part of the Psy Warfare. I mean, think about When was the last time a covert military group ran advertisements to join their group? That's the whole point of the video, is to get people talking about it. The video could be totally worthless and useless. It doesn't have any necessarily necessarily any intention behind it, except to get people to talk about it, to see how people would react to such a thing, an idea. The world is a stage, we are the actors, and there are people pulling the strings. The military is choosing to use new methods to recruit young people into both the military and into PSYOP warfare. How? Well, they want to use Twitch. According to Vice News, the military is having trouble recruiting people to the military, so they are choosing to use some interesting new methods to reach young people, like streaming on Twitch. Even in a world of streaming video games, it says, and on demand TV, a short video on YouTube will still have the power to go viral and bring millions of eyes, especially when it plays on latent fears and questions young people have about the world. The video asks Have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? The whole world is a stage. This video got 333,000 views initially, according to the Charlotte Observer. It's published by the fourth psychological operations group known as PSYOP. If you look back into the history of PSYOP, if you look back into the history of psychological warfare, you look into the paranormal experiments into telepathy and telekinesis, into remote viewing. Soviets did it, Germans did it, Americans did it, etc., Mind control experiments. Look into the early 20th century and the advent of propaganda. Edward Bernays said that we are governed, our minds molded, our tastes forms our, uh, formed, our ideas suggested largely by men we've never heard of. And the conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element, especially in a democratic society. Same theme in this video. Organized chaos, order out of chaos. Creating chaos in order to create a new order. The new order, the last order, the final order, the new world order, whatever you want to call it. Build back better. Now we have world leaders at Davos in a few days. Getting together. With access to what is being called a medical psychedelic house of Davos. Bloomberg reports forget Burning Man, psychedelic shamans now heading to Davos. They do have Fortune 500 companies that come to Davos on occasion, but it's not a commercial thing. Yet they're having a handful of companies come to present things like MDMA, LSD, ayahuasca, psilocybin, and DMT two shamans also are planning to attend the event. These two shamans are Florencia Bolini and Silvia Benito. Silvia is an expert in ayahuasca. Florencia specializes in 5-ME0-DMT. The article also says that there are going to be experimental and immersive experiences but there probably won't be a lot of drugs there. That's what they say. They want you to feel like, well, the people that are pulling the strings clearly at the World Economic Forum, the people that are unelected billionaires that control the big banks and the big corporations and have penetrated the cabinets, people that wear Star Trek outfits like they're on the Enterprise or something, like Klaus Schwab, who have said outright that they want to merge the biological and the technological just basically taking a line from the Borg. They, they want to merge your biological distinctiveness and technological distinctiveness with their own. They want a total top-down, hive mind control grid. And that's why I don't trust Elon Musk, because Elon Musk has Neuralink, Starlink, so that's your brain and that's space, linking the two together for full-spectrum dominance. And he announced before the official purchase of Twitter, which is still in a preliminary stage, He announced that his Optimist robot was ready on the 21st of April, just four days before. And they announced, I think it was the 24th, 23rd, 24th, Neuralink was now moving into human trials. And on the 25th, the day they announced he bought Twitter, Starlink goes active with Hawaiian Airlines and a handful of others. A grid of satellites, a net of satellites in the sky, Skynet, connected to the Neuralink, connected to... The robot with all your data and information through the biggest social media platform in the world. It's like that movie Network, the character Howard Beale. The largest corporation in the world controls the most awesome GD propaganda machine in the world. Who knows what will be made of for truth on this network? The whole point is to get you not to think, but to think that you're thinking. It's sophisticated. You're not supposed to know that you're thinking, but you're also supposed to be thinking. You're not supposed to know that you're thinking what they want you to think. You're supposed to think that what they want you to think is what you actually think. This is basic marketing, advertising, and propaganda 101. Your tastes are formed. Your minds are molded. You are governed. Your ideas are suggested. I mean, if you want proof of this kind of thing, watch an advertisement. You want proof of this kind of thing, pay very close attention to your friends and family. Listen to the things that they say, and then watch the nightly news. And you'll hear your family and friends literally verbatim reading the script that the nightly news gives to them. Whether they watch Fox News or they watch MSNBC. They literally read the script. When mass media told us two masks were necessary, what did people start doing? They started wearing two masks. They didn't ask questions. There was no evidence or proof ever presented to them. It was simply a doctor. It was simply a correspondent on television that said, you need to wear a mask and then wear another mask. And people started doing it. Forget about two masks, though. People started doing the single mask immediately because on the surface, it feels like it makes sense. On the surface, it feels like governments have the authority to force you to do it. They legally don't, but everybody did it anyway. Because why? They were scared. They were afraid. And that's what good propaganda, that's what the black page propaganda, that's what the PSYOP is really all about. It's To simplify it, It's it's the tobacco industry in internal emails saying that doubt is their product. Clearly, cigarettes are bad for you. But if they can get people to doubt it just a little bit by spreading disinformation, by misdirecting the logical analysis of the facts that are set before them, and they can get people to think, well, maybe smoking isn't so bad. And you don't have to say it in the conscious mind. It's in the unconscious mind, the dark side of the moon, the unconscious reflector. Where all of our demons are. All the creepy crawlies. They can get you to doubt it for a moment. They've got you. That's what the tobacco industry did. That's what advertising is. That's what politicians tell you. Think about the level of gaslighting we've seen in the last year. Gas prices have gone up about, I think they're double what they were when Trump was in office. And now we're hearing reports gas prices might go up even higher they could potentially double by the end of summer. Maybe that's just to induce fear. But gas prices have gone up immensely. And what does the Secretary of Transportation say? Well, when he's not having gay parades for young kids, Gig says, buy an electric car. People that can't afford to put $20 of gas in their car also can't afford to go out and buy a fifty to sixty to seventy to eighty thousand dollar electric car. And that's not just because they're disconnected. It's because they don't care. They want to see how far they can push you until you push back. They want to see how much tyranny you'll accept before you push back. They want to see how much you'll take before you say, I'm mad as hell. And I won't take it anymore. How much will you take before you say no more? How much will you take before you decide you're not going to participate anymore? How much tyranny will you tolerate? Especially when the war is in the mind and you think that your thoughts are your own thoughts. You take a moment and pause. Think about your own thoughts. Think about radio, TV, print. Why do we believe the things that are published there, that are broadcast there? Because they're centers of authority. Remember the, the famous infiltration of the media, the mockingbird media, we now call it because of the CIA project the infiltration of the newspapers in Miami, the Washington Post, and others by agents of the federal government and intelligence agencies that were put there to spread propaganda, to misdirect the public. You will accept the level of corruption, the level of propaganda, the level of tyranny, et etc., 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 you'll accept the level that you will accept, meaning that they will continue to push it until you push back. Just like this Army recruitment video said, this Army recruitment video tells you that all the world's a stage. You're an actor, and that those running the PSYOPs are pulling the strings, they're in control, they're the tip of the spear, they're the ones that mold your minds. They're the ones that get you to think the things that you think. Thinking that they're your own thoughts. When you look around though and you listen, you recognize people are just literally regurgitating scripts. That's why when you can find somebody, it doesn't matter what their politics, their religion, who can actually think for themselves, it's so refreshing, it almost feels fake. That's how everybody should be. Everybody should be thinking for themselves. I know that's a very stale subject. That's a very stale statement. But it's a a powerful statement. Thinking for yourself. That means not listening to me and regurgitating what I'm saying. Not reading the New York Times and regurgitating what they're saying. Not listening to the nightly news or a politician and regurgitating what they're saying. Being critical of everything, especially your own beliefs and especially your own political party, your own religion. The Psy Warfare is refined, sharpened, and highly sophisticated. And part of that Psy Warfare includes various auditory and visual subliminal images and messages, many of which digging into your subconscious are able to pull out your fears, your desires, to sell you products, to sell you ideas and to experiment on your mind as an individual and as a collective society in the collective conscious and unconscious to see how much you'll take and what they can get you to do digging into that deep dark void of the mind and using it to puppeteer you using the visual aids and the auditory aids, the ancient gods and goddesses and the ancient myths, things that are aggregorically manifested into reality, into the mind through generation after generation, through tens of thousands of years of chanting and prayer and worship and idling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's why George Floyd was turned into a saint or a god and put into a golden coffin like Osiris. That's why all the major shootings utilize the number 13, resurrection and rebirth. Osiris is resurrected. That's why the 14 and the fish are important because there's 14 pieces to the body and the fish eats the 14th piece. So a golden phallus has to be made or a golden uh, phallus um, Basically, uh, the, the, it's described as like being made out of beeswax. Sometimes it's solid gold, but it's, it's a phallus that Isis uses to impregnate herself to give birth through immaculate conception to the god Horus, who then slays Typhon as part of the cycle. And Isis having this magical power to get pregnant is just like the god, goddess Lilith, the spirit Lilith. She gives birth to demons. The dark side of the moon, she is the unconscious, she is in the dream state, she is the tempter of men, the killer of babies, and the cause of infertility in women. And we're seeing all that today. We're seeing the menstrual cycle irregularities. We're seeing women that are losing their pregnancies. We're seeing women that, and along with men, are arguing over whether abortion is right or wrong. Should Roe versus Wade be overturned? Men being tempted and pulled away from their families. Things that you might think those are Christian statements. No, they're human statements. And they all are the work of the dreamwalking Lilith Labrucia in your dreams, stealing the soul of your child and tempting you as a man, a succubus, or as a woman, an incubus, away from that which is holy, away from that which is divine, away from that which is purposeful. Because she wants to see chaos and destruction. And she has the same power as Isis. She has the power of God to create. But her creation is a distortion. Her creation is diabolic. Her creation are the creepy crawlies, the dark, damp areas of the mind. Where those creatures hang out. The dark side of the moon. As opposed to the light side. Which is the conscious reflector. Of our conscious mind individually and collectively. It's not just Isis and Lilith. Others have the ability to procreate. Without intercourse. Christ was born. In this way. Making Mary very much like Isis. Very much like Lilith. In a sense. Not to mention... In the comic book world we talked about the Scarlet Witch and she gets pregnant in the comics because she wants a child so bad she brings it forth with her magical powers. These archetypes, these symbols, these sigils are are, are so powerful that's why they're played on because they, the gods are always in control. They're directing our lives through the, the energy centers, through the vortexes, through natural cycles, equinoxes, eclipses, solstices, the, 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 the ability to utilize the, the natural laws to advance political, financial, and magical agendas. The midpoints between the solstices and the equinoxes to create the X inside the circle that is the wheel of the year. Imbolc, Beltane, Lugnasad, and Samhain, or Samhain. The X in the circle, some believe, is the symbol that invokes the Antichrist. Over top of that X is Yule, Letha, Maybon, and Ostara on the wheel. That's the cross in the wheel, the Celtic cross, the sun behind the cross. The sun dies on the cross. But there's the X there, Imbolc, Beltane, Luc-Nassad, and Samhain. And these are major points during the Wheel of the Year, part of the 8 spoked wheel of Ishtar. These are major points in which portals are opened, especially Beltane and Samhain. Portals are open. The veil is thinned, So they're used as gateways to commune with the dead, to commune with spirits. This is the whole tradition of Halloween. It's the whole tradition of Christmas. It's it's the tradition of the May Day Festival to commune with the spirits of the dead. And now we have at Davos a medical psychedelic house bringing psilocybin, DMT, MDMA, ayahuasca, and other substances to experiment with. And they say it's all about health. Look, there's no doubt that these types of substances can actually help people. There's no doubt about that. But it's kind of like supplementation. Sure. Sure. A supplement can help you, but you shouldn't be living your life on supplements. You should be eating real food, and if you can't get something in the food, then you take the supplement. You don't live on $500 of supplements a week. It's just expensive piss. So yes, supplementation can be good, but should it be the only thing that we do to stay healthy? No. People that smoke a lot of weed, that do a lot of drugs, are always like, well, there's benefits to it, man. Yeah, there might be benefits to it, but sitting on the couch all day watching TV and eating... Is not a benefit. You're just addicted to the substance and you're looking for any positive thing to justify your addiction. Yeah, these things can help. But if you're the World Economic Forum, if you're billionaires, if you're big corporations, you should be concerned with the fact that a lot of people in the world don't have access to adequate nutrition, which would cost pennies a day. What you should be concerned about is that people in developing countries don't have access to clean running water. Hygienic products, sanitation, things that could absolutely immediately eradicate disease. Nutrition, hygiene, sanitation. Also energy, maybe air conditioners in places that are hot, there'd be less heat stroke. But no, we have to save the environment, right? So environmentalism is important until you need an abortion and then you can drive five, six, seven, eight states to get an abortion that's paid for by Starbucks or Amazon. If you can't get an abortion in the state that you're living. Which you can in all the states. Even when Roe versus Wade is overturned. There might be one state that tries to make abortion illegal in all cases. But most states allow it up to a certain a period of time. So environmentalism is good until you have to drive or fly to another state to get an abortion. Borders are bad. Flags are bad. Nationalism is bad until you have to support another nationality by flying their flag over a border dispute that's the psyop that's the psychological manipulation to get you to believe two things that are so incredibly contradictory that are so incredibly hypocritical at their core that your mind splits and you literally have two or three or four different personalities where different things are real different realities are true that is a sign a sure sign that you have been influenced and that your brain has been wiped and your personality split. As part of this complex black propaganda, ritual magic, those things uh, of Mike Licchino in the Temple of Set, all the images, all the sigils, all the symbols, your mind has been warped by the propaganda and warped by the psychological warfare tactics being aware of it allows us to override it and tonight on the show I hope that I've brought some attention to this so that you can override these kinds of auditory and visual things so that you can be in charge of your own thoughts I'm Ryan Gable this is the secret teachings final segment coming up after this it is Wednesday May 18th 2022 All the world is a stage. TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter, thesecretteachings.info. Grab one of my books, subscribe to the archive, support the show. We'll be back. Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is
0: finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Secret Teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK, digital broadcasting, the Fringe FM.
1: Now, I don't know all the details of this story, but I saw earlier today, ABC News and some others, former police officer Thomas Lane pleaded guilty earlier today to the manslaughter of George Floyd on May 25th, 2020. We're seeing the anniversary in a week next Wednesday, the anniversary of George Floyd's death. I refuse to call it a murder because I'm in possession of the autopsy report and I'm wondering how Thomas Lane can plead guilty to manslaughter and how no lawyer can look at the autopsy report and read section three that says no injuries of the muscles of the neck or any other part of the neck or the uh, laryngeal structures are damaged. There's no injuries to the neck at all, internally or externally. How can an attorney advise their client or how can a client who isn't guilty admit that they are guilty and plead guilty to manslaughter? Is it because the courts are going to prosecute him and they're going to throw him in jail regardless, so he might as well admit to it so they have an official narrative and then they'll lighten his sentence by just a little bit? Is that what it is? Because looking at the autopsy report, George Floyd overdosed on fentanyl, and he also, quote, he was positive, quote, for 2019 NCOV RNA by PCR. So he had COVID-19, overdosed on fentanyl, and had no injuries to his neck. This is the official autopsy report. The official report for George Floyd. Medical Examiner's Office autopsy report. Remember when George Floyd died back in 2020 and everybody panicked, another black man killed by police? What they didn't tell you was, if you're black, police are not what you need to be worried about. If you're black, there are three major things, like if you're white, that you need to be worried about. Diet is one of the biggest killers of all people, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, stroke, especially diabetes and heart disease in black folks and black men in particular. But two things that will never get discussed. That is, if you're black, 94% of all homicide is the result of black-on-black violence. Like, I don't know, Chris Rock being slapped by Will Smith or Dave Chappelle being attacked by some crazy underground rapper. Black-on-black violence. 94% of all black homicide perpetrated by other blacks. Same with whites, it's about 84%. The other thing, if you're black, that you have to be worried about is abortion. 30 to 40% of all abortion, black women make up less than 7% of the population. Remember when George Floyd died and people started chanting, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Let me take you through a brief timeline here. February 2020, the CDC recommended that masks should be worn because of COVID-19. April 3rd, 2020, the CDC urged masks for general public use. April 10th, New Jersey became the first state with a mask mandate. The next month, George Floyd died. If you watch the video, the man is freaking out. The man is on drugs and the man asked to be put into the back of the police car and then onto the ground. And he says, I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying to win, man. I'm not trying to win. I got claustrophobica. I got claustrophobica. And then he falls out the other side of the car because he won't sit still, and he asks to be put on the ground. And then his neck has no injuries, and he overdoses on fentanyl in the official medical examiner autopsy report, and yet Thomas Lane can plead guilty to manslaughter somehow. I can't breathe, I can't breathe, because you're having a heart attack. Because you're freaking out, and you're you're trying not to win, as he says in the video. But that's not really the point. The point is, the next day, protests erupted, and people started chanting, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. At the same time that states across the country were instituting masks for everybody, which would prevent everybody from breathing. In March of 2021, Floyd's family settled a lawsuit against Minneapolis for $27 million. In June, remember the World Economic Forum announcing the Great Reset officially? Their 51st World Economic Forum get-together. And what what, what did they announce exactly? Well, they announced... The Great Reset, and they held it at what they called a twin summit. A twin summit. What is Minneapolis? The twin city. And part of the World Economic Forum in the UN, their plan for a new order is racial equality. I can't breathe. Twin City, Twin Summit, great reset. We have to reset society. We have to make society more fair, make society more equal. Because Klaus Schwab says it's for the greater good, which is a communist talking point, a communist slogan, despite the fact that communism is rooted in horrid anti-Semitism and anti-black sentiment, if you read the writings of Karl Marx. So what's going on here? What's going on? George Floyd had COVID-19, so he should have died of that. Overdosed on fentanyl and had no injuries to his neck, according to the medical autopsy examiner report. Yet Thomas Lane can plead guilty to manslaughter today. Right in time for the anniversary coming up next week. They probably threatened him and then he just took the deal even though he wasn't actually guilty. You can't be guilty if the guy had no injuries to his neck. You you, you couldn't have been responsible for, for manslaughter. Unless they're arguing perhaps that They freaked him out and he had a heart attack. Although he freaked himself out because the cop was like, well, I can roll the window down. The cop was very kind to George Floyd if you watch the video. But they don't want you to watch the video. Watching the video is racist. They want to wrap the video up and throw it down the memory hole. They want Winston to rewrite the headline. So what's going on here? How can you get people to believe that babies are bad, families are bad, borders are bad, Countries are bad, nationality is bad, and flags are bad. Yet they fly the flag of a foreign nation supporting a foreign nationality, supporting their nationalism over a border dispute, and then sending baby formula when there's a shortage to babies at the border and to babies in Ukraine. How can you get somebody to think... In those kinds of terms, those kinds of terms, those types of terms. How can you spend this to think literally, I hate babies, I hate families, but we got to get the baby formula to the illegals. I hate borders, but I support Ukraine over the border dispute. How can you think that? You have to literally have opened yourself up and have welcomed in the propaganda and the psychological programming. And that is a, 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 a surefire, sureproof way of determining how well the propaganda through media, through politics, and through entertainment has infested and corrupted the minds of the average person. And then the media gives more attention to those contradictory reviews. And and, and what do we start to think? I, I had a I have a listener. She lives in uh, New Zealand and she messaged me and she said, do you feel that people are becoming like she didn't use the word rabid, but she's like people are becoming like crazed. And I said, well, well, yeah, I mean, we've <laughs> we've seen that for two years now. People just rabid people over masks, rabid people over vaccines, yet When it comes to abortion, hands off my body. Another incredibly contradictory belief. And I mean, yes, it's 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 not just here in the States. It's also people seeing this in New Zealand. Uh, There's a girl who hosts a podcast in Japan. I'm trying to get on the show and she sees the same thing. She's not of a political party. She just says, this is my view from Japan. And she says the same stuff that we say It's because it's obvious to everybody, whether they're in New Zealand or Japan or they're in Europe, they see what's happening. It's obvious, especially when you have people, there's a woman running for Congress, I think in New Hampshire, she escaped Mao's China and she's running for Congress on the platform of I don't want to see America become communist China. You have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea where this is going. You have no idea how this is going to end badly for everybody. But the psychological programming, the psychological warfare is what gets you to think those things. Communism can kill hundreds of millions, but it's good because of the series of words. Equality of outcome. Equal justice. Things we already, we have equal justice already. It's just not always equal in the sense that the courts don't always agree and judges can be paid and influenced. It's actually illegal to influence a judge's decision, yet you can have people protesting outside of Supreme Court justices' houses. How did they even get that information? Somebody, well, they basically dox the Supreme Court judges, and then they go out and they protest. Totally illegal. It's a felony, I believe. But no, it's acceptable to do that. What's not acceptable is to have any views on Bill Gates. You don't like him, and then he says, well, you're harming my family. Or Candace Owens. Did you see Candace Owens? You see Candace Owens go to Patrice Kohler's house in, I believe it was Los Angeles. That big mansion that 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 Patrice Collers has. And remember that one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, that's Patrice Collers, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, she's she's a she's a, a a an admitted Marxist. And she has a number of different houses, millions and millions of dollars. And she said that the house was initially bought because they were going to use it as a place for art and a place for black people to get together and a a place where black people can feel safe. She said, and the group said, it's for black creativity to provide a space for black folks to share their gifts with the world. Yet, when Candace Owens went to interview her, the woman claims she's being harassed at her house, my house. Take a listen to this.
2: This morning, I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, she was demanding that I come outside.
1: Hello. Um. I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello?
2: The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you, we'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody? Y'all. I really need my family to be safe. I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety.
0: Thank you, sir. Have a great day.
1: And then Candace Owen just walks away. So this is how you control reality and control the narrative. A literal Marxist who buys multimillion dollar homes in white communities. And when black Women come up and ask to speak with you. You call it harassment. You say they're demanding for you to leave the house. It's all about the word usage. And you say the house isn't even yours. It's just for black people to come together. But then when someone asks you to come out and do an interview at the BLM house, you say, this is my house. You're harassing my family. Somehow people believe that. Somehow people think that's okay. They're the same people that think babies are bad, families are bad, but we have to get the infant formula to the border. The same people that say, we hate flags of nationality and borders, but we have to fly the flag of a foreign nation over a border dispute. You have to get a vaccine, but don't touch my body. Don't tell me I have to keep the baby. And all of these, these, these things anyway, I mean, the, the, the left-right paradigm and the politics of everything, is is part of the problem because it provides you with this illusion of choice. I'm not talking about voting Republican and Democrat. I'm saying it's the illusion of choice that you either have to be conservative or liberal in your values in the sense that you're pro or anti the traditional things that conservatives and liberals are pro or anti. You're pro or anti-war, pro or anti-abortion, pro or anti-an open border. You're pro or anti-whatever, lower taxes, higher taxes, whatever. And look at the way you can get people to react to these types of things. Absolute hysteria. And sometimes it's just about the words that you use. I'd like to speak to somebody here. And then you claim you're being harassed and it's being demanded that you come out of your house. Okay, well, we'll leave then. I need my child to be safe so people aren't harassing us. Well... I mean, to be fair, you did support the burning down of cities across the country. To be fair, you did support the attacks on police. And then when something like this happens, then they want to call the police. See, they want their own police. It's like the city council. I think it was in Chicago that voted or maybe maybe it was Minneapolis. They voted to get rid of the police or defund the police. And then they took the money from the city for the police and they used it to hire personal private security guards. This isn't a political rant. This is, this is contradiction. This is hypocrisy. But it's way more than contradiction and hypocrisy. It's way more than that. Because those that are spinning these yarns, they're crafting these narratives, they're more than propagandists. It's more than just people that you've never met, men you've never met, governing your minds, Molding your minds, forming your tastes, and suggesting to you what to believe. Suggesting to you what to be. I was watching the second round of the NHL playoffs last night. Most of you know I'm, I'm from St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay, Florida. I've been a Tampa Bay Lightning uh, fan my entire life. Going back to 2002, I started watching hockey. And then they, they won the Stanley Cup in 2004. And then there was the lockout and all that. So I was like seven, eight, I was like nine years old when I started watching hockey. I loved hockey. And uh, Tampa's won back-to-back Stanley Cups. And I, I, I'm I, excited. I want to see Tampa win a third Stanley Cup. I don't base my life on it, but I'm excited. I've been watching the games. And I I turned on a, a I've been watching the playoffs. I watched them beat Toronto in seven games. And I thought that Um, I, I've been having trouble finding a really good feed of the game because uh, I've been watching it online. So I tried to find a new feed, and I, I must have found some other... must have been a national feed last night that I had during the uh, the Florida Panthers game. And uh, there was a commercial that has uh, a bunch of uh, people, I'm not sure if they're actually trans, but it had a bunch of people, supposedly they were trans. And it said, it's like kids, and they were like, I want to play. And it said, let trans kids play. And uh, that's not really... Uh, The point of what I'm telling you, it's just I I saw that commercial and then I looked down at the bottom of the screen. And I saw a little a little logo for something that I uh, I've heard of it before. I just didn't really I never thought much about it. It's for the human rights campaign. That's what it's called. The human rights campaign and the human rights campaign is kind of like um, they're a huge let's call them supporter Uh, of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, queers, transgenders. It's basically an LGBTQ advocacy group. And if you take a look, I don't even want to tell you. I just want you to look it up yourself. The group that's supporting the LGBT community, the same community of left-leaning people that hate babies and hate families, not all of them, believe me i'm not grouping them all together there were there was an lgbtq group in washington a few days ago and they were staunchly opposed to you know 8 9 month abortions they said that it's not right so it's not all people in this group but this is a a predominantly this is the predominant group that hates borders but wants to fight for the ukrainian border that hates flags but flies the ukrainian flag it's it's the group that hates families but want to you know hate kids they want to abort babies they don't want to have families but then they want to get the baby formula down to the border. And then if you say that's part of a great replacement, then you're a racist Nazi and you might as well shoot up a grocery store, which they also pre-programmed you for with a shooting on May 11th in Georgia at a Publix where the headline in Atlanta was, you can't even feel safe at the grocery store now. Predictive programming, psych warfare at its finest, sophisticated and refined. So I'm watching this commercial during the hockey game. And I see this LGBTQ advocacy group. Type in human rights campaign. Maybe you already saw this. Maybe you already noticed this. But if you look at their logo. Look at their logo. What is their logo? They have two of them. One is kind of obscure. You, you might not have ever seen it. I just saw it today. One of them is a blue handprint that looks very similar to the Twitter logo. The other one, which is more to the point, is a blue square with yellow stripes. In fact, when I saw that blue square with yellow stripes, I thought, is this a trans ad for Ukrainians? And then I realized, oh, it's not the Ukrainian flag. It's the human rights campaign LGBTQIA plus advocacy group saying that trans people should play in sports a real thing it looks it's like if you glance at it it looks like the ukrainian flag for some reason i'm having a hard time thinking that there isn't some connection or correlation energetically symbolically in terms of sigils and symbols go back to george floyd again the black god in the golden coffin Look at the Scarlet Moon, the 13s, the 3s, the shootings. Look at the Harvest Festival shooting with Stephen Paddock. The 13 on his neck. Harvest. Osiris, the Green God, Agriculture, Communion, the Eucharist. The Killing of the King. Look at Aaron Alexis at the Naval Yard in 2013. Killing 13 people, including himself, injuring 3 others. And what did Aaron Alexis do to his gun? He wrote, this is my elf weapon on it. Extremely low frequency waves. That can induce states of psychosis, and states of suggestibility, just like television, even radio, visual and auditory subliminals. It's used in advertising, it's used in warfare, it was used during the Cold War, which is part of the Fort Bragg recruitment psyop video, born out of the Second World War. Psychological operations, which were prevalent during the Cold War, remote viewing, psychic experiments, telekinesis, telepathy, etc., Fort Bragg's 4th Psychological Operations Group, along with other branches of the military, say that they want to use new methods to reach young people, including, well, doing what Peyton did in Buffalo, doing what Tarrant did in New Zealand. The military says they want to influence and encourage new youth to join these psyops by, quote, streaming on Twitch. That's where Peyton streamed the shooting. Whether it's George Floyd, or it's the Scarlet Moon in Scorpio, the Red Lady in Scorpio, the Dark Side of the Moon, the unconscious Lilith, who causes infertility. We know about the menstrual irregularities. We know about the abortion argument, which she also vows to kill babies. So, abortion. She gets into the dreams. She sacrifices kids. She tempts men. All of this is what we're seeing. The baby formula shortage, the menstrual irregularities, the abortion debate. This is the spirit of La Bruxa. This is the spirit of Lilith, as we discussed in great detail last night. These are the spirits, the gods, the goddesses, the energies that are being invoked. Whether it's CERN or the Vatican or it's Davos, where they have a medical psychedelic house to experiment with psilocybin, DMT, MDMA, ayahuasca, and so on and so forth, bringing shamans in to do the work. Sure, you know, these these kinds of substances can be beneficial, but I feel like the World Economic Forum should be more concerned with the hundreds of millions of people starving because of the lockdowns. Telling people not to shake hands, not to have sex, not to have intimacy, not to see their family, not to see their friends, not to go out in public, not to travel. To wear a mask over their face, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, holding up signs with a mask over your face. Part of the ritual, part of the hypocrisy, part of the cognitive dissonance, part of the manipulation of the mind and the splitting of the mind. One part of the mind literally believes this works, the other part of the mind knows it doesn't, but believes something totally separate. This is creating cultural conformity through psychological manipulation and misdirection. suggesting to you to believe things that they're not really your thoughts. Just like you don't really want that item. You don't really believe that. But to doubt, to wonder, do I actually believe that or do I not believe that? Maybe Ryan tonight on the secret teachings, maybe he's, I thought I could talk about myself in the third person. So did the shooter in Buffalo. We'll just talk about ourselves in the third person. I mean, that's indicative of split personalities, right? I mean, Ryan tonight is talking about psyops. maybe he's writing a slap on us, maybe I am thinking and he's making me think that I'm not thinking. That's the whole point, doubting it. When you doubt it, they've got you. And that's the whole point of the story of Jesus and Peter. When you are looking at Christ, when you are looking at the truth, when you have your focus on the truth, you walk on Maya, you walk on the illusion, you walk on the water. But when you doubt Christ, when you are afraid, when you are fearful, you begin to sink into that Matter that illusion. The propaganda, or the black propaganda, as we can call it, black page propaganda, the usage of entertainment as the main method, along with mainstream media, alternative media, the internet, social media, etc., to influence the mind. It's not just violence or sex. It's ideas and ideologies pumped into your brain in real time when you are in a state of partially suspended animation, a state of disbelief. The mind is vulnerable to those influences. The priestly classes of the old world have made themselves vulnerable to the gods and goddesses to allow them to speak through them. The drawing down of the moon, for example, in Wiccanism. Christians that shake violently and they want God to come into them, praise the Lord, and they smack someone across the face and beat up a crippled person, throw them out of the wheelchair, You know all that stage crap, all that theater. Or maybe some people believe it, they actually start walking again. You know, But it's the same thing. It's bringing those energies into yourself and becoming those gods. Like Michael Aquino, one of the founders of modern military psych warfare, his wife was Lilith. She took on that name because of the power. He created the Temple of Set, Set Typhon. The priestly classes of the old world have utilized these substances to go into the other worlds, to commune with spirits, to to obtain, some use it to obtain knowledge, to help their people. Others do it to obtain power and to obtain the license and the warrant to rule. Whether it's the atomic bomb or it's psychedelic experiences at Davos, we're seeing the priestly classes make themselves known as the world is a stage and they are letting you know they are directors, they are writers, they are pulling the strings and they are making you move and dance like the clown in that video of the military PSYOP ad. Making you dance and move to their tune. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email if you'd like to reach us. TST underscore underscore radio is our Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings is our Facebook, of course. You can find t-shirts of The Secret Teachings on Public, Behind-the-scenes content on Patreon. The links to all of that, www.thesecretteachings.info. Also check out our affiliate sponsor, Pro One. Doesn't cost you anything. If you buy something, we get a small percentage of that. You can listen to The Secret Teachings anywhere anywhere. There's a link to all of the different platforms on our website with a player that you can listen to in the free archive for free. But if you want to get rid of the advertisements, you can subscribe to get the monetized ad-free show to get the access of a private RSS feed, the montages, and my digital books. Otherwise, buy my books on the website separately if you'd like to support this show, www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. The Music Tonight, White Bad Audio. And we will talk to you on the next broadcast on the other side.